May Day. Celebrated for thousands of years throughout diverse cultures and civilizations, May Day could possibly be the most ancient of festivals on planet Earth. It all really started in 1999. That year, I threw four incredible parties, one in the spring, in the summer, and in the late fall, I had a Halloween party. But it was my millennium party that shook the planet. Yeah, I'm just going to let some didgeridoo play here for a moment. Yes, yes indeed. Yeah, those parties were raging. And then I ended it at the end of 1999, Prince style, party like it's 1999. I had a three-day millennium party, and that was just incredible. I saved money for two years. I had friends come in from all over the country, and we threw down. Oh my word, that Millennium Party was just amazing, amazing. And then it was over. You know, we're in the year 2000. We got through Y2K. We did all that. And then I was thinking, oh, I wonder what kind of party I want to have this year. Because my parties were starting to actually get pretty popular. That Halloween party I had in 1999 was just amazing. And then my summer party, the Summer Bash, was just... Oh, it ended with a friend of mine who owned a pizza parlor showed up late night with pizza. Shortly after, someone was like, man, some pizza would be great right now. And then I rented some eight, uh, uh, two 8-millimeter movie cameras from the public library and just rolled some vintage cartoons back and forth. We were eating pizza, watching movies outside. I had a big screen. Yeah, we were throwing down. But I got to tell you, after that Millennium Party, which was epic, I was like, oh, I wonder what I'm going to do. So in the year 2000, I had my first May Day celebration. It was in my backyard. I had a Maypole. We even crowned a May Queen indirectly because there was some girl. I, Strangely enough, I remember her name was April. She got tied to the Maypole. She got tied to the Maypole. And then, of course, you know, I started having these... You know, the, the May Day party, I was talking about it. People were talking about it. And then it turned into this fertility thing. You know, it's like, oh, pagan, wah, 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 all that stuff. But it was really like, and then the next year I had another millennium party, year two. That's when I started making some crazy invitations. Okay, so that was 2001, basically. And uh, that year I put the invitations on matchbooks. Right. So I bought a bunch of matchbooks. I printed up some stickers and I put them on there and I passed those out as invitations. That year was pretty wild, to say the least, but nonetheless, still a pretty good turnout for the Millennium Party. Uh, not the Millennium Party, the May Day Party, which for me is very, very special. I love May Day. I love May Day. And I'm, the main reason why I'm talking about it for this podcast is because... Well, today's May Day, and I I received an email. I received a chat, actually, from my good friend, Marsha. Uh, she just reached out to me on May Day. 
big love, this kind of thing, which is a tradition in some countries and some cultures of the past. Um, so I thought, you know what? I should actually talk about May Day because I love May Day. And this year, early April, I was thinking I should print up a bunch of May Day postcards and then send them out to people around the country, which is a great idea. I really want to do it, but it just didn't unfold because I'm trying to get to Nepal. I got crazy things going on, so that's in the mix for next year. And May Day is always on my mind, is always on my mind. And then uh, yesterday here uh, in Boise, Trika, which is uh, like a kid's center here in the uh, Boise, Idaho, specifically in Hyde Park, is having a May Day. They're having a, they're doing a little Maypole dance, which is great. I wanted to go. Um, but it just, it didn't work out. It didn't work out. Uh, but so May Day's been on my mind. And uh, I thought, oh, you know what? I should actually just, I should talk a little bit about May Day and all the great things that I've done with May Day. So I got to give a shout out to Marsha for uh, reaching out to me and saying hello and just kind of inspiring this podcast. You know, I had my first May Day party. The first two May Day parties were in my backyard. And... Uh, and then around, you know, 2002, I actually acquired my martial arts school and I needed a different place to have it because I wasn't living at the house that I was living in anymore. I'd bought a martial arts school and I was living there, but I wanted to continue the tradition of May Day. So I had a friend who let me use her house and her yard. And uh, I also at the same time invited out my very dear Aikido mentor, Zen priest and just good, deep, rich heart friend, Tija Bell. And I started having Aikido May Day seminars, you know, that was over May Day weekend. And, you know, we would celebrate May Day. I'd have this little May Day party. Uh, and I loved bringing people out for May Day. It was mostly Tija Bell. But I've also brought out Robert Nado Shihan for my May Day celebrations uh, in Boise, Idaho. And on one occasion, I had Mary Heine Sensei out here for all you deep, uh, Aikido buffs for all you deep Aikido buffs. So now the May Day celebrations have a little Aikido overtone. I'm with my martial arts school. Um, I got a lot of kids, so it's really turning into a family affair. You know, I have a Maypole. Um, I actually still have the Maypole in my storage unit. That's how much I love May Day. Like I couldn't get rid of the Maypole itself. So yeah, I still got that. Uh, I still got that in my storage unit. So, you know, we had a Maypole for the third year, and I, the, I, you know, oh, you know what kind of invitations I did that year? Let me talk about the invitations. So second year I did matchbooks. Third year I put them on a paper cup. So I printed labels and I put them on a paper cup. Uh, the fifth year I did a magnet. So I printed up magnets. Um, I, you know, I can't remember all the years. Uh, one year I did a candy bar. I did that for my Halloween party uh, in 1999. So I was like, oh, we're, I'm going to do a May Day bar. And the whole invitation's on there. You open it up. It's like the golden ticket from Willy Wonka. So the May Day bar was a, just a great, great invite. Um, one year I did buttons. I actually printed up, a, I had a bunch of buttons printed up. I created the design and I sent it off to the button company and I passed those out. Um, and I even made like formal tickets one year. And then uh, 
let me see here. Uh, oh, one year I actually created a CD, right? Oh, let me take it back. I, yeah, that's right. I said CD. And on there, I burned a video invitation and it's opening that didgeridoo at the beginning of this podcast and that opening about May Day being a thousand, you know, for thousands of years across all these generations and cultures. Yeah, May Day is a really big deal. So that was kind of the invitation. And then as you watched kind of the movie, I had images from it was more of a slideshow than anything. There was a little bit of video in there, but um, it was just real simple. And it said, hey, come out to Hyde Park and. Uh, well, actually, not that time. It wasn't. I think for that one, it was in Hyde Park. But, you know, year three was at my friend's house, uh, Leanne Garten. And then so was year four and year five. And the May Day celebration actually kept growing. And uh, when I had Nado Sensei out, I actually had a Willy Wonka theme. I rented a Willy Wonka costume. We had little Oompa Loompas show up. I mean, the, the May Day party and my martial arts school, Three Shapes Aikido, was really starting to create some momentum. People were talking about it a lot. People were excited for it. Um, I actually had belly dancers. I had people performing. I had uh, a vaudeville troupe. You know, I had people performing. I was playing didgeridoo. Tisha was playing the classical guitar. We did some duets. Like I gave speeches. I started doing some research on May Day because I didn't want it to just be a pagan thing. People talking about fertility and sex and all that. Because May Day is a very beautiful celebration, and it means so much more than most people think. And when I say it's celebrated for thousands of years across vast cultures of people, it has. I it Really, it, has got, it, it must be the oldest, longest-standing, non-secular celebration on the planet. And I'm going to get to that. So I started... Uh, doing research on May Day and coming up with May Day, a May Day speech where I would just talk about the history of May Day, talk about how it's celebrated across the world and uh, all how all these different cultures celebrate it uh, everywhere. And it's mostly known as like a, kind of the workman's holiday. It's a big deal in Russia. In 2018, I was in Russia during May Day. Oh, my word. There must have been 100,000 people in the streets down this one. So I couldn't even see when it ended. There were so many people celebrating for days, you know, International Workers Holiday. Yeah, May Day's pretty cool. May Day's pretty cool. I have I have memories of May Day from when I was a kid. And uh, as I was doing research, come to find out that the longest standing May Day celebration in the country is in this city in Utah. You know what? I think I'm going to go there next year for May Day. Yeah, indeed. I'm doing that next year. They've been having a Maypole celebration and dance for like 150 years. Yes, small town in Utah. And that just inspired me, you know. And as May Day grew and as my seminar grew, I thought, you know what? I need to, I think I need to upgrade. Like, I think I need to upgrade because, uh, like, it's getting pretty popular. That year that I had Nado Sensei out, I also had Ikeda Sensei at another time and Francis Takahashi Shihan. So my martial arts school was starting to get very popular, and I was getting these uh, people from Bend, Oregon coming out, specifically my dear friend Matt and Mark, Mark Baldwin, 
uh, we call him Marco. He ended up living in my martial arts school for a couple of years as a live-in student, and then he moved into the Zochin Retreat Center. He's been a, living at the, re, the the Zochin Retreat Center for the past 10 years. He's been a, a devoted student of Kempo and the Dharma and is now a Lama, which is amazing, you know, and that so much has come because of Mayday and of Three Shapes Aikido. Like very, we did very special things at my martial arts school. So I actually, I think it might have been year seven, year seven, uh, when I made the the buttons, I had, I, I it took me all year to do this, but I actually had to petition the city of Boise and convince the Hyde Park uh, council that took care of uh, that runs the Hyde Park Street Fair, which is the only festival you can have in Hyde Park. I had to convince them, right? I made a pitch. I stood up in front of a bunch of people. I wrote petition after petition. I got permission. It took so much work. Lo and behold, I'm the only one to actually have another celebration in Hyde Park. It's alcohol-free. It's all about family. Next thing you know, I'm actually having a sponsored festival in Boise, Idaho, a May Day celebration, just a one-day celebration from like 4 o'clock until until like 9 o'clock. The sun's out. It's beautiful. Uh, And it took a lot of work. And even the, the Hyde Park committee... The board of directors for Hyde Park, they were like, yeah, you know, many people have made petitions to have festivals in Hyde Park. We normally only have the Hyde Park Street Fair. We're the only ones that can have alcohol. It's We're amazed you were even able to get this passed. And, it, and part of it is they thought it was such a great pitch. It was so community because Hyde Park, the actual Hyde Park is was right down the street from my martial arts school. And I was very well known in Hyde Park and in Boise, Idaho, and in a weird way, I still am. But those 10 years I put in at the dojo, we took care of community. I took care of kids. I supported people. We did community cleanups. We would have all kinds of community events. I brought in Pamelia Kurtzen. She's the second greatest theremin player on the planet. Uh to play at the Neurolux and Sakai Bar and Grill. And, you know, I just, I I used to have so many concerts at my martial arts school. We did so many cool community events. And this was the big one. My whole martial art community came out to support this May Day event because I'll tell you what, man, it started to grow. Like, uh, so I I believe the first year, year seven, I think that's when I had the... uh, CD video invitation. And that was basically a hit. Yeah, I printed up, I produced and printed 150 CDs and did all the design and did the video work and sent that out. And then, uh, yeah, one year, the next, the following year, I believe, I can't remember, uh, the notes are a little shaky. Uh, Let me hear, let me, let me pull them up real quick. Hold on. Okay, 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 okay. So uh, my seventh annual May Day celebration. So the first two years at my house at the corner of Warren and Manitow in Boise, Idaho, near Manitow Manitow Park, Manitow Park. And then uh, 
three, four, five, and six. So I did four years at Leanne Garten's place over on, uh, also off Boise Avenue, not, not too far away from where it first started. Then it got the Aikido overtone. And then year eight, my eighth annual Aikido May Day celebration was at Hyde Park. And that's when I did the, uh, that's when I did the the CD invitations, right? And we had, oh, we had such a great turnout. Oh, my God, such a great turnout. And, you know, it's not a long uh, event. And, you know, all year I would get people to come and do entertainment. And uh, I had a sound system and we had multiple bands. You know, that year and the year after, I actually flew my brother out from Atlanta, Georgia, and my mother from Indiana and we, my brother and I would do didgeridoo classical guitar with Tija in the background when he was here. There'd be the theremin, but mostly it was my brother and I or Tija and I on classical guitar. And then we even had my mother on the keyboard doing a very simple melody. Because I always wanted to be in a band with my family, like the Jackson 5 and the Victor Wooten band. And uh, the name of our band was Family Matters. Right. Family matters because the matters of a family matter and the matters uh, and family matters. Right. It's like it's got a dual meaning and it's more fun. And then, you know, my students would get up and sing and, you know, I had local acts there. And then, like, I started getting local vendors to show up. This was great. And I didn't really charge that much. I had a hot dog guy show up. I had coffee people showing up. You know, we had the, the local Dharma centers would have booths and businesses in Hyde Park, you know. So that was year eight. And then year nine, my ninth annual May Day celebration. Oh, my word. We got momentum now. Now we got momentum. OK. And my martial arts school is coming out full in effect. And I, I like themes. Right. So, yeah, I had the Willy Wonka theme and that was great. And I thought, oh, this year you know what we're going to do? We're going to do a Dr. Seuss theme. Okay. And I mean, we, we went for it. I think that might've been year 10 actually. Yeah. Um, no, 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 that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Hold on. Let me look. Let me look. Yeah. Yeah. Got to make a count. Got to look, got to look. So yeah, that first year was year eight with the CD and then Year nine were the invitations on buttons. So I printed up 200 buttons um, and then passed those out as invitations. And that was in Hyde Park. We already got great momentum. I'm starting to have vendors show up. I got that hot dog guy. But we had a big windstorm come in. We had to break everything down early. Um, you know, and I, I had really good sound equipment and you know, we're starting to come up with a stage. We got decorations. People are out there doing stuff. You know, the community comes out. Parents of students would go out to Hyde Park and set everything up. And, um, you know, now we, we're starting to get vendors like it's turning into a big thing. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to year 10, 10 year anniversary, 10 year Aikido May Day celebration. And that year. Oh, yeah, that year we went super big. So I also have a relationship with um, the Boise uh, Piper, a piping band, a Scottish uh, crew here in Boise. Um, I would make the tickets for their Rabbi Burns event. And part of the trade-off was is that I get a bagpiper to come out to my May Day celebration, you know. 
uh, and John loved doing that stuff. So uh, it worked out. It was fair barter, fair barter. I, uh, but I wanted to go big in year 10 and we, I came up with this theme for year 10. So the Willy Wonka theme was great, but year 10, I was like, we're going to do, man, we're going to do a Dr. Seuss theme. Now, mind you, I also have like four live-in students at the time. Um, and we're, we're, I'm starting to get pretty stoked for this. And all year long, I'm getting people lined up for the event. We got a jump, you know, we got a, a, a jump gym where kids can go in there and jump around. We got vendors. I got popcorn, hot dogs. We're serving coffee. You know, it's starting to really be a really good thing. But I'll tell you, this uh, this 10-year anniversary party, I actually had a parade that was led by students carrying a giant triangle, circle, and square for three shapes Aikido and the kanji of Aikido, carrying a big sign, being led by the bagpipe crew, bagpiping in this this parade coming down from... <laughs> Coming down from Camel's Back. Like, yeah, it was a really cool opening for the 10th annual May Day celebration. And it's a Dr. Seuss theme. We, I made a truffle tree forest. Like, no joke. I mean, we built truffle trees. And we, we must have had 15. <laughs> we must have had 15 of those things made. And then I made the cat in the hat car with all the arms, right? I didn't make it. Uh, one of my students, Brian Galley, we kind of put it together. And it was a little cheesy. It was held up with straps. You know, it was like rigged together. It was PVC, but it looked good from a distance. And then I was dressed up like Cat in the Hat. Yeah, I, I had a Cat in the Hat. I rented a Cat in the Hat outfit. And yeah, we threw down. The entertainment was incredible. There were so many kids. I remember this kid. We I blew up. We actually got a solar power company to come out and generate all the power with solar power. And we powered this jump gym. And as soon as that thing went up, I swear, this kid materialized out of nowhere. He's like, hey, is that for me? And I looked right down in him and I said, yes. And like we had chalk art competitions and we had music and we had entertainers. We had hula hoopers, belly dancers. Yeah, we threw down. I'm telling you what, that May Day celebration was, well, it was, it was something special. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. And then Junko, one of my martial arts students from the, who lived here at the time from Japan, she dressed up in traditional Japanese uh, kimono. And then I, I have so many great pictures of her and I, I'm dressed up like cat in the hat. She's pulling my tail. It's just, it's just glorious, man. And I mean, yeah, those May Day celebrations were unbelievable. Like, and, and then even one of my students, uh, Ryan, Ryan Flacker at the time, he's like, oh, Sensei, are you going to do the May Day speech? I just love the May Day speech. And, uh, you know, all of it was like, for me, it was such a great artistic expression of the love of May Day for, for me. Uh, year four, I actually put invitations on lollipops. They had giant lollipops. 
And then uh, year year six, that's right, year six, the invitation was like, you know, you can get those treats out of like gumball machines that are in the big round uh, container that you open up. It's got a colored bottom. Yeah, I put together invitations in there. I put a bunch of homies in there. Uh, yeah, that was actually pretty cool. But, well, I tell you what, man, nothing as cool as the uh, DVD. DVD. So, yeah, you know, I, uh, I've i always loved May Day. And, you know, that's why I want to do the, the postcards again for May Day. And that's why I actually had a May Day celebration. And the more I learned about May Day, the more I just realized that this is actually a very, very special time for people. And of course, in the Southern Hemisphere, they celebrate it for their spring, which is more like autumn for us. But, you know, people think May Day is about fertility, but it's more about being fertile. And it has to do with the earth, like the earth is now fertile for planting. And it's also the time that people come out of hibernation, so to speak, because it's spring, right? So people come out and not seeing other people for long periods of time in the winter and then, you know, being able to plant and grow. And it's a, it's a very celebratory time. And yes, it has roots in, you know, like pagan stuff and, and the maypole and all that, but that's not all of it. It's really a celebration of what it means to be human. Because what I've noticed in the early spring, when people start coming out more, there's a very short amount of time where people look and treat each other in a very special way. It also happens around Christmas, where people really connect deeply with people. But then we kind of forget. We get all caught up in our lives and that. But there's a couple times of a year where we just really open up deeply to that human connection and that we actually look at other people like family. And it's really, I'll tell you what, it's, it is absolutely incredibly special. And I had a May Day celebration about it. And then I, I would normally give that kind of talk like, hey, this is the reason why I'm doing it, because this time of year we come out, it's springtime, everything's growing, things are fertile. You know, and then we would, you know, I would give this speech and then we would dance the maypole. I would do the formal maypole dance where people, the boys would pair up with girls and they would bow to each other and they would weave in and out and they would braid the maypole. We got better at it. We kind of would practice it, but we got better at it year after year after year. And then this 10th year, the pole was braided so beautifully. You know, the only time I've ever seen another maypole in action other than when I was very young was at uh, Brighton Bush Hot Springs when I went out there after my dojo closed after the economy crashed in like 2010. Uh, And, you know, May Day's always on my mind. I'm usually posting stuff on social media. I didn't do that much because I knew today I would be talking about May Day. So I want to, this is kind of a long podcast, uh, but I want to go through the May Day speech. I actually have the speech written up. Uh, I, I saved it because it, it actually means so much to me. Uh, it used to be on pieces of paper taped together. <laughs> but finally, I had printed it up and I found it. Um, 
saving all my digital files. I've, I basically have all my graphic art files from about, I don't know, they go back about 18 years. And before that, the five years before that, those all actually crashed because my, uh, my brother tried to do a hard reboot on my Mac and it destroyed everything. Uh, that was a hard lesson. So, uh, I've been organizing everything and, uh, I have all that information. So let me pull that up and then we're going to do a little, uh, I'm going to read my Mayday speech to you. All right. All right. Here we go. Let me give you this. This is some of my initial opening celebrated for thousands of years throughout Throughout diverse cultures, May Day could be the most ancient of festivals on Earth. You are invited by Three Shapes Aikido to celebrate the coming of spring, family, friends, and community with our annual May Day celebration. So that was part of uh, the CD when you opened it up. Um, it had really cool stuff in there. Man, that was such a great invitation. And then I would just get to the May Day speech. So I got that pulled up here. Let me uh, let me open that up again. Here we go. And then let's see what let me just read through some of these. Basically, I would just give this speech uh, and I would just read from this May Day and its accompanying Maypole go back into prehistoric prehistoric times. Among many early people, May represented the changing of the seasons from winter to spring. The maypole, formed from a tree, was a symbol of new life, vitality and fertility. The first day of the month of May is known as May Day. It is a time of year when warmer weather begins and flowers and trees start to blossom. It is said to be a time of love and romance. Check that out. The Maypole is the most familiar feature of May Day festivals, but it has three distinct, distinct interpretations. In some cultures, the Maypole represented the world's center, the world center. In other cultures, it is the hub of the wheel of heaven. All right. And in ancient times, the intricate dance of weaving cords around the maypole was a magical attempt to direct nature. For me, and I actually have that written down, for me, it is a symbol of life, spring, family, and community coming together. It is quite possible that May Day began a long, long time ago with Druids and their custom of worshipping trees. But the original May Day is thought to have started as part of the spring rituals which were celebrated in Europe before, the, before Christians came to power. When Christians abolished and changed the pagan holidays for their own use, May Day was completely left out. And then Rome stamped out May Day when Christians came to power. Check that out. Some deep history. The Puritans made maypole. Check this out. The Puritans made maypoles illegal in 1644. All right. I had to, I had to readjust my microphone because it's hard to read and uh, talk into this mic. So uh, the Puritans made maypoles illegal in 1644. In 1677, May Day was banned by Puritans as an act of parliament. Hundreds of years later, Christian lunar festivals of Easter replaced the ancient solar festival of the time of renewal and rebirth. Traditional May Day is a solar festival celebrated on May 5th, halfway between spring equinox and summer solstice. All right, let's keep going. 
In pagan Europe, it was a, a festive holy day celebrating the first spring planting, celebrating the first spring planting. The ancient Celts and Saxons celebrated May 1st as Beltane, or the Day of Fire. Bel was the Celtic god of the sun. There are four great festivals of the pagan Celtic year and the modern witch's calendar. The two greatest of these are Halloween, the beginning of winter, and May Day, the beginning of summer. I think that little tidbit of knowledge is just fascinating. Being opposite each other on the wheel of the year, they celebrate the year into two halves. Halloween is the Celtic New Year and is generally considered the more important of the two, though May Day runs a close second. Indeed, some areas, notably Wales, it is considered the great holiday. All right, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. In England, May Day is a celebration of flowers and the coming of spring after cold winter. The May Day dance represented the joy of, of the coming of spring, and the streamers represented the rays of the sun. In England, May Day was... Uh, in England, the Queen of May was Maid Marian. Now, just let me take a side note here, because one thing we also did uh, within our martial arts school was we crowned a May Queen and a May King. And they were, they, were, they were dojo students. They had to be teenagers. They couldn't be any younger. They couldn't be any older. And uh, I, yeah, I have all the lists of all the May Day Kings and the May Day Queens. And that's just a great bit of... Uh, dojo history because somebody had brought up like oh we need to have a may queen who's going to be the may queen and then of course the boys are like oh you got to have a may king and so yeah every year we started having a may king and a may queen and we made crowns for them and it it turned into a really cool beautiful beautiful thing so um in england the queen of may was made marion Mounted on a white horse, she is the central figure in the may day celebrations in ancient times she would pair off with uh, Meridian as her consort. Okay, Meridian. Nowadays, Meridian is the bearded old wizard Merlin, and Marion's and Marion's consort is Robin Hood. Check that out. All right. In medieval and modern Europe, May Day or May First was for traditional springtime celebrations, probably originating in pre-Christian agricultural rituals. Celebrations commonly included a procession of trees, green branches, or garlands. The appointment of a May King and May Queen, our tradition of beauty pageants, may have evolved from this tradition, and the setting up of a May tree or maypole. Originally, such rites were intended to ensure fertility to the crops and, by extension, to cattle and human beings. Okay, there's some also, that, that's also some great medieval European May Day history. Okay, here we go. May Day celebrations date as far back as 238 BC in Rome. The Roman holiday was a celebration of the goddess Flora and the coming of spring. 
In the Roman Catholic tradition, May is observed as Mary's month and is a celebration of the Blessed Virgin Mary. In works of art, school skits, and so forth, Mary's head was often adorned with flowers. As a working people's celebrations, its origins go back much further with connection to some ancient Roman rituals. Now we're getting into the working man's holiday. Okay, here we go. May Day is also known around the world as International Labor Day. Unlike Easter or Christmas, May Day is the one festive holiday of the year which there is no significant church service. Because of this, it has always been and had a has been a strong secular festival. May Day was designated as an International Labor Day by the International Socialist Congress of 1889. May 1st, International Workers' Day, commemorates the historic struggle of working people throughout the world and is recognized in every country on May Day except the United States and Canada because basically we celebrate uh, Labor Day uh, in the fall. Uh, this despite the fact that the holiday began in the 1880s in the United States in the United States with the fight for an eight-hour workday. Yeah, that goes back to the, uh, May Day. May Day is celebrated and recognized as the International Workers' Day, chosen over a hundred years ago to commemorate the struggles and gains of workers and the labor movement. Most notable reasons to celebrate are the eight-hour workday, Saturday as part of the weekend, improved working conditions and child labor laws, also as a time to organize and speak out against issues that are impacting working-class people today. Great stuff, great stuff. In Australia, workers in some industries have claimed the eight-hour work claimed the eight-hour workday in the 1850s. The new international eight-hour workday was welcomed by Australian workers. Officially proclaimed and endorsed by the Soviet Union, it is also celebrated as the day of international solidarity of workers, especially in some communist states. And as I mentioned. Uh, when I was in Russia, man, they celebrate May Day like nobody's business. That was a good, good time. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, okay, the International Labor Organization, also in the year 1889, determined that the 1st of May should be the day of the workers in the in the whole world. Let me see. I'm not reading this very well. I probably didn't write it very well. The International Labor Organization, also in the year 1889, determined that the 1st of May should be the day of the workers in the world, in the whole world, as an international day of labor demonstration. So basically they're saying all workers around the world can gather and demonstrate on Labor Day, or on, on May Day for labor de- demonstrations. In Sweden, that day was proclaimed as a holiday in 1838 and a day of general display of flags. It is also the only holiday in Sweden which you do not have any church character. So there's no church overtone with uh, May Day in Sweden. 
Our modern celebration of May Day as a working-class holiday evolved from the struggle for the eight-hour workday in 1886. I know some of this I'm repeating, but just hang with me. May 1, 1886, saw national strikes in the United States and Canada for an eight-hour workday called by the called by the Knights of Labor, some group of people. Now, in Chicago, police attacking, striking workers actually killed six people uh, while uh, demonstrating on May Day. The next day at a demonstration in Haymarket Square to to protest the pr- police uh, brutality, a bomb exploded in the middle of a crowd killing uh, a crowd of police, killing eight of them. Wow. Okay, so the police arrested eight anarchist trade unionists claiming they threw the bombs. To this day, the subject is still one of controversy. The question remains whether the bomb was thrown by the workers at the police or whether one of the police's own agent provocateurs dropped it in their haste to retreat from charging workers. Okay, let's change it up a little bit. May Day, a celebration of spring and all that is free in life, for the ritual of peasantry was transformed through persistent repression into a symbol of class struggle and rev- revolutionary aspirations for the proletariat. That's a great paragraph. May Day was a celebration of the common people. Priests, priests, lords, politicians, and local authorities were the butt of many jokes. The tradition of this type of satire is still conducted today like a political satire. Uh, May Day, which has been banned from being a holiday of the which has been banned from being a holiday of the common people, has been reclaimed once again for the common people. Now here we're gonna here we here we go into Utah. Menden, Utah's May Day tradition has its early springtime roots starting in the spring of 1863. A group of young girls, a mix of Danish and English children, went south of Menden to Clayton, Utah, and crowned uh, Seni Sorensen, the first queen of May. From this time, the celebration has achieved local intermountain fame for its simple beauty and longevity. Menden's May Day celebration is the longest-running community-specific celebration in northern Utah's Catch Valley, the state of Utah, Idaho, and the whole western Intermountain region. Yeah, I'm going next year. I am going next year. Holy smokes. Wow, I got a lot of stuff written. Okay, you know what? I'm going to read it all. All right, next paragraph. May Day is a celebration of all that is life-giving and free in this world. Long ago, when Europe was still a vast forest, the people celebrated spring, the rebirth of the cycle of nature with festivals and dance and song, feast and mirth. A pagan ritual in honor of Maya, the mother of all gods, it came to be celebrated specifically on the first day of her month. So it was before empire, before Romans, before Christianity. People took this day to rejoice the end to rejoice the end of the long winter and the start of the bright creative spring. The festivities was great, the games, the dance, and the drink, the merrymaking, and the inevitable lovemaking. Everywhere people went a-maying. 
Maypoles would be erected for people to dance around amongst other symbolism. Other May Day uh, other May Day customs include processions of chimney sweeps. Yeah, one year at my May Day celebration, a group of boys from the dojo, teenagers, dressed up as chimney sweeps. Now, come on. Come on, that's great. May Day customs include processions of chimney sweeps and milkmaids, archery tournaments, Morris dances, sword dances, feasting, music, drinking, uh, and maidens bathing their faces in the dew of May Day morning to retain their youthful beauty. Check that out. Wow, this is great stuff. May Day has always been associated with flowers. Uh, partly, partly maybe because of their availability and abundance at that time, the May Garland and Begging Girls. Uh, was also a tradition. Making garlands is one of those ancient May Day customs that has survived still today. May garlands, May garlands are meant for the coming of summer. May garlands were also used while begging by the kids from door to door. Uh, at other times of the year, begging would have been an uh, uh, would have been an offense, but during May Day with May garlands, it was actually kind of considered okay. But it was also done at May time with the garland. This is why groups of small girls crowned with leaves and flowers went door to door singing and begging. Wow, I think that's great. Um, May Day is also known by many other names. Labor Day, Law Day, uh, this is my joke. It's called Lay Day in Hawaii, but nobody's getting laid. You just get a lay, right? Okay, that's funny, but uh, I guess the parents of some of my young kids didn't think it was that funny, but I said it. Uh, it's also known as Labor Day and Loyalty Day, just to name a few. All right, I'm going to keep it going. I'm almost done. The May, Dre uh, the May Day distress call is used only in cases of grave or imminent danger. Right. That's why. Why do some people say Mayday, Mayday when in distress at sea or in air? Mayday is the international radio distress call used by ships and planes. Uh, it is actually an angelicized form of the of the French Mayday to uh, to render help from me. OK, um Basically, this word has been changed from the French word mayday, which means to render help to me, or a maydays, which means to help me. In 1927, the International Radio Telegraphic Convention of Washington adopted the word mayday as the radio, what does that say? Radio telephone RT distress call. Okay, so that's why people scream Mayday when they're in trouble. Check that out. All right. The tallest maypole is said to have been erected in London on a stand in 1661. It stood over 143 feet high. It was felled in 1717 and was used by Isaac Newton to support to support. Huygens' new reflecting telescope. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. All right, I still got a little bit of great history to share here. So, uh, yeah, I should probably take a break and go drink a beer. 
Okay, here we go. On May 1st, 1561, the French king Charles IV of France received a lily of the valley. Received a lily of the valley is a lucky charm. He decided to offer a lily of the valley, which is obviously some type of flower, each year to the ladies of the court. At the beginning of the 20th century, it became a custom on the first day of May to give a lily of the valley, a symbol of springtime, to... uh, Oh, okay. I read that sentence incorrectly. It became a custom on the first of May to give out the lily of the valley as a symbol of springtime. Now, the government permits individuals and workers and organizations to sell them free of taxation. Okay, so in France, I guess you can sell these flowers tax-free on the first day of May in support of May Day. Okay, here's some other great history. Fading in popularity since the late 20th century is the giving of May baskets. And I'll tell you what, I used to get May baskets on May Day. This is great. I'm going to have to restart this this <laughs> this old school tradition. Uh, it's been fading out, the giving of May baskets. So small baskets of sweets and or flowers was usually left anon- anonymously on neighbors' doorsteps. When you knock or ring the bell, you are supposed to run away. Okay. In Scotland, students gather on Castle Sands Beach. Okay. In Scotland, students gather on Castle Sands Beach uh, on late April 30th and run into the North Sea at sunrise on the 1st of May, occasionally naked. This is accompanied by a torch lit procession and much and much elated celebration. All right. There was once a tradition in England of lifting where a gang of young men would lift a pretty girl in a, f- a flower uh, in a flower de- in a chair decked out with flowers. It says be decked. OK, so uh, let me start that over. There was once a tradition in England of lifting where a gang of young men would lift a pretty girl in a flower bedecked chair on May Day. Then the girl would choose a boy of her choice on May 2nd. There is also a unique Bavarian custom dating back to the 16th century was for young men to steal the maypole from a neighboring village, which was guarded very well, okay? And to get their maypole back, the other village would have to offer uh, a barrel of beer and good meat. How do you like that? In Hawaii, May Day is celebrated as Lay Day and was officially celebrated first in 1929. Now, the poet Don Balding Blanding Don Blanding thought that Hawaii should have a day set aside to celebrate and recognize the custom of giving and receiving lei. All the islands of Hawaii celebrate May Day as Lay Day. Lie Day. No, it's a lay. It's a lay day, but nobody's getting laid. <laughs> okay, uh, maybe five more to go. In Switzerland, 
A May pine tree was placed under a girl's window as a sign of affection. In London, kids give flowers in exchange for pennies to throw in the wishing well. In some parts of Britain, May Day is called Garland Day. In Italy, it is considered the happiest day of the years, and boys would serenade their sweethearts. So there it is, yeah, celebrated for thousands of years throughout diverse cultures. May Day could be the most ancient festivals anywhere in the world. Oh, man, I love May Day. Wow. I'm, I'm like super, super inspired. Um, you know, I wouldn't read that whole thing. Um, I have in the past when the May Day celebrations were a little bit smaller. That can be like really hard to uh, get through, but I kind of got a captive audience here with my podcast. So, um, yeah, I just thought I'd share that with May Day. This might go down as my longest solo podcast. That'll tell you how excited I am for May Day. So, uh, my plans for next year, yeah, definitely going to serenade a sweetheart or give flowers to a girl I'm sweet on. And I'm definitely going to Menden, Utah for their May Day celebration. Um, and I'm going to print up, I'm going to I'm gonna design and get printed my own May Day postcards. And I'm going to start sending those out to my good friends and family and just everyone that I have addresses for. And I was actually inspired by this because I know a girl... Uh, she's part of my uh, larger Dharma Center. She lives in Utah. Uh, she sends out Groundhog Day cards. <laughs> uh, come on, who gets Groundhog Day cards? That's great. When I was talking to her about it, she's like, oh, well, you know, nobody gets cards for Groundhog's Day. So that's the perfect day for me to think about giving out postcards. So, uh, yeah, I'm inspired. I'm going to I'm gonna do some May Day stuff. And... Uh, you know, I was a little somber today for May Day. Um, you know, I'm trying to get ready to go to Nepal. April flew by. I just got a lot going on. And uh, I was really happy to hear that John over at Trika um, had a small May Day celebration. I really wanted to go. Uh, but earlier today, I was working on my bike. Uh, I was at the Boise Bicycle Project getting my bike together. And uh, just kind of celebrating May Day in my own way. And um, yeah, I think I think I want to start a couple of these traditions. I kind of like that May Day basket tradition. And uh, giving, you know, giving flowers to your sweetheart and stuff like that. I think that's just so adorable. And um so yeah, you know, let's all let's all get ready for May Day next year. Let's plan some cool things and you know, let's see how it see how it unfolds and if you're out there listening and you want to send me your address, I'll make sure I get you on my May Day postcard list cuz I'm excited about that. All right. Um okay, you know what? I actually think, let me think. Um not next week, so uh, not next podcast. So this podcast is going to air on Wednesday the 3rd. So Wednesday the 10th. Um, yeah, that's basically the end of my five-year run. And then like Wednesday the 17th, uh, or is it Wednesday the 18th? I'm not quite sure right now. That's going to be my, uh, basically my six-year anniversary 
podcast. You know, I'm going to start my sixth season of podcasting. Uh, and then days later, I'm going to be heading to Nepal. So I'm not quite sure how all that's going to unfold. I should probably do a couple podcasts in advance. And then, of course, I'll be podcasting when I'm in Nepal. Uh, I will be taking a lot of video. I can't seem to get that YouTube page rolling, but I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about it after this return trip. So, you know, I got two trips to Tibet. I got my 2020 trip to Nepal. I took my mom to Mexico. I mean, I got some really good vids I want to get going, and uh, I want to do a little more on YouTube. So uh, I'm, I plan on making that jump. I really am happy that all of you support me. Uh, you listen to my podcast, and uh, you hung in there for basically this entire hour while I just just rambled about my love of May Day and we did great things at Three Shapes Aikido. And if you were in my dojo at that time from basically 2001 to 2010, it was very it was a very rare time and very special things happened and people grew and I took care of community and you know what? We made a difference in the world. There's no doubt about it. We made a difference in the world and I can say that because we made a difference in ourselves, right? I helped people become better people and that makes the world a better place and the world is a better place because we are better people and yeah three shapes aikido reshape your life three shapes aikido man that decade man that decade was slamming good <laughs> i traveled all over the country doing martial arts and i took care of community and i made children smile you know i mean that's that's living my friends that's living Okay, there it is. I'm just, I'm just going to end with that. I'm going to end with that. I'm going to bring this podcast to a close, my friends. And uh, we'll just see you next week. All right. Big love and happy May Day. See, I told you. He's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.